1: Hey, welcome to another session of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast. My name is Rock Thomas. I'm your host. And if you've been following me long enough, you know that I am the founder of M1, the mastermind group. This is a group of individuals that share common values in wanting to become successful, healthy, wealthy, and have rich relationships. But what does it mean to you? Well, it means there's a group of 400 people out there that maybe are achieving or have achieved the result that you crave. They're from all over the world, from all walks of life, but what they share is the practices of success and each and every day sharing their insights and their breakthroughs with each other, encouraging others to do the same thing. You see, you don't have to do it alone. I'm really proud of their success stories and I would love for yours to be the next one. If you are serious about getting out of your own way and creating a life you're excited about, then get on a call with one of my team members at rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call and get started today. My guest is Tyler Jensen and he has a business called Utah House Flip and you're going to hear some really cool stories about a young guy in his 30s who used to be in corporate America with over a hundred employees under his uh, umbrella and responsibility, but decided to leave that job in order to become an entrepreneur and to build his real estate business. It took him several years, but think about this. If you could take a decade to build a business where you are financially free, essentially, time-free, essentially, he takes off uh, Fridays. uh, I call some fun Fridays with his family. So some really cool things He's worked on his mindset. He's a giver, he likes to give back. And it really just shows that when you dial in and surround yourself with people that have found a way to make it in the entrepreneurial world, then you can actually get the thing that most people say they want, which is freedom. So let's get to my interview with Tyler Jensen and let's hear about his journey toward entrepreneurship and creating financial freedom. Hey Tyler, what's going on? What's up, Rock? How are you, brother? I'm doing fantastic yourself. I'm fantastic as well. All right. Awesome. So listen, let's get right into it. Let's tell the listeners, cause you got a pretty crazy story of, you know, um, triumph over adversity. And I yeah. think it's uh, obviously inspirational for the listeners to hear that. And then we'll get into some of the things that you've created, the impact you've created in the realm of real estate, which is, um, you know, one of the things I teach people is get the right mindset. And then install a vehicle of your choice on top of that mindset whether it's real estate investing in the stock market or owning a business either one of any one of those vehicles will help you get financially free so let's talk about your mindset and, and what it what got you to where you are and tell, tell us your story because it's pretty cool
0: yeah totally so rock we have pretty similar stories I grew up on a dairy farm, so I grew up milking cows. So instead of feeding the horses in the morning, like you had to do, I would milk cows in the morning. So, very similar. I hated it, just like I know that you did, right? Like, uh, I hated getting up and milking cows and coming home from school and milking cows and all of that. But my family grew up really broke, right? We never had any money. I remember um you know one year for my birthday I got socks and uh deodorant and it was like the best birthday I've ever had right and so that was kind of my poor beginnings right we never had money I remember my power being shut off all the time I would find IOUs for my dad in my piggy bank stuff like that hey I had to borrow some money to turn the power back on I'll pay you back on payday uh so I I know you can relate to a lot of that right rock like you've been there done that and we kind of have that similar background. So I I came really from nothing. And I kind of took that corporate America path. I wanted to, I always loved real estate, but I just didn't understand how to get there. And so the traditional way was to go to school, get an education, get a good job, right? And so my plan was to take that corporate America route. And that's what I did. I went, I went to school and then I started side hustling doing real estate. And that's where it all really started for me is that I, I was going to school. I was a freshman in college. And I did our first house. Our first house, I lost 37,000 bucks. That was a great mark that up as education, right? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what it really was. It was a huge failure to me. And I, we bought it wrong. We over rehabbed it. We undersold it. We did everything wrong possible. We lost 37,000. That was more money than I made in a year, right? Like I was a young college kid. I was making, you know, 30 grand or less. I was going to school full time. And I probably should have just quit real estate, but I had to find a way to make this this investor whole. That was the most important part to me is that, hey, this guy took a chance on us. He funded everything. We were going to split it on the back end. We ended up losing money on it. So the second deal, it took me six months again to get another deal. I was doing everything by myself. So I'm working a full-time job. I was going to school full-time and I was flipping houses on the side. So all my friends for spring break would go out and party and have fun and the college scene, right? And I was out laying tile or I was painting or I was doing something, right? On my spring break, Christmas break, fall break, whatever it was, I was trying to flip these houses. So I did everything on my, my first two flips. And our, my second one, we made 39,000 bucks. I gave all that money to the investor And I was like, Hey, cool. I've, I've done a really crappy job and I've done a really good job. Right. So I know that there's ways to make money. And so I marked both of those up as education. And it wasn't until my third deal that I actually was profitable and made some money. And it it took us a long time to do that because I was, I was doing everything right. I was, I was laying the tile. I was painting. I was watching a ton of YouTube videos and learning how to flip these houses. So that That failure to me, though, was really my beginning in real estate and why I wanted to pursue getting into it. And so I took that corporate America route. I was still flipping houses here and there. It kind of helped pay for my college education. I graduated. I got multiple degrees. I kind of took that corporate route. I was a COO for a huge company. I had 127 employees at a young age. I was I was a young executive. And I realized really quickly that that's not what I wanted. I didn't want that corporate life. That I was getting paid really well for a young in in my twenties. I was, I was, you know, I felt like the world was mine and I could have conquered anything. But I realized really quickly that I had to give up all of my time for money, right? And I had a young family. I was just, I just had gotten married. I had my first son, and I knew that that's not the freedom that I wanted to go down. Working eighty hours a week. And making good money was not necessarily what I wanted. I wanted to have freedom of time, but also freedom of financials as well. Growing up broke, I never wanted my kids to experience that. And so I, I knew that I had to, to provide a way that I could not only spend my time with them, but to be able to, to have that financial stability as well. So that's kind of the, the, sh- the short story of all of that. But there's a lot of things that happen in between there as well. But that's kind of where i'm at now and what it looks like is that it's really for your listeners it's really about failure's okay and i tell my kids that all the time that it's okay to fail like it's i encourage you to fail i want you to fail because then you can learn from it and you can take that it's what you do with the failure that really makes people successful versus not so that's that was my mindset going into this is that i knew what i wanted i my why was really powerful and i knew what that was. It was time, freedom, and financial freedom, that I could do what I wanted, when I wanted, and with who I wanted, right? And so that was really my mindset going forward, and that's what I decided that 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 why was strong enough for me that it could help me overcome those failures and keep pursuing and, and trying to achieve my dreams, so...
1: So, what did you do wrong in the first deal where you lost the money? Did you did you have everything? Yeah, you had, you had <laughs> nobody guiding you, basically. Yeah, right? ex- exactly. We didn't like we
0: had joined some of these groups, and but they were all about selling education, right? Not really helping you get deals. They wanted to just get you into their program, and that was it. But yeah, I really had no one to kind of tell me. <clears throat> How to do it right or what what we were doing wrong it was all trial by fire
1: so tell us where you're at today
0: yeah so right now i i own a company it's called utah house flip we'll do over 40 deals this year um one of my proudest things that i get to do is every friday i take off i turn off my phone i get a we call it fun fridays my kids have they don't well right now because of the coronavirus they don't have school on fridays So we take off Fridays and we go do something fun. We go to the park, we go hang out. And that's really been the high success for me is that that's really what I wanted, right? I wanted to spend time with them. And and so it's been really cool. We do a high volume. I don't work a ton in my business. My business is pretty uh, self-sustaining. Like I have a really good team around me that they're finding deals, they're flipping deals, they're selling deals. They kind of do all that stuff. So my time in my business is really limited. I don't have to spend 40 hours a week, you know, it's more like 10 hours a week if I wanted to. And, and that's just really cool to me that I was able to kind of hit that, that benchmark of, of time, freedom and financial
1: freedom. Do you do most of your deals in one geographical area or are you spread yeah, out? We're all in Northern Utah. So Salt Lake and North. Okay. All right. And so for somebody that wants to get into the flipping business, because, you know, we talk about passive income and we talk about active income. And mm-hmm. then, like, oh, you know, passive. I, I think there's degrees of pacificity because flipping homes is an active business. It's sure. not really passive. But if you build a team that can do it for you and you just show up once in a while and oversee things, then it's more passive. Does that make sense? Yep, totally. So, where tell us a little bit about the journey for you to build your team. What are some of the things you learned? And if somebody wanted to go down that path, what's a timeline that might be reasonable for them to get to where you're at?
0: Yeah, so I, I liked what you said is that finding a mentor, someone that's doing it right. So I do a lot of coaching, just like I know that you do. Um, I'm in a few masterminds of people who are better than me. I have the saying that it's it's easier to fly with eagles than it is to fly with turkeys, right? And so. Uh, I was surrounding myself with a lot of turkeys, people that said I couldn't do it and that I shouldn't do it. And that why was I leaving my high paying corporate job to go start my own company? And, you know, I I just had a lot of these negative people, a lot of these turkeys, and it was really surrounding myself with people that could change my perspective and that paradigm shift for me and people saying that, hey, you could really do this. Learn. Tony Robbins says, take turn decades into days, right? How do you do that? How do you turn those decades of experience into days for me? And that was getting mentors. That was joining a mastermind group. That was surrounding myself with people who are doing better things than me and learning from them, right? And so they really opened my eyes. That was kind of the, the game changer for me is we would do one or two flips a year What I would do 100% everything me, right? I would, I would do all of the flips And that just, I knew that that wasn't a successful business model, but I couldn't do that. So eventually I had to start hiring contractors or whatever, and then I hired a bookkeeper to help me with my books. And then I hired a a project manager because I I couldn't be a project manager and manage construction and build a company at the same time. And then it just kind of grew organically. What did I need right now? And what did I like doing? What did I not like doing, right? I'm an accountant by trade. That's what I went to school for, but I hated doing my own books. I hated doing data entry. So I needed someone that could help me um, understand my numbers and where I was. So my growth was really organic and, and I didn't go as fast as probably I could have, but I did that for strategic reason, right? I didn't want to, I didn't want to run too fast and then grow this huge company that was unstable and had a, an unsure foundation. So for me it was really about growing smart and organically. And that's really the difference is that I, I could realize, hey, swinging a hammer to me, I'm probably making $10 an hour. The amount of time I'm putting into this flip, like I'm not making, I should just go work for somebody else and get you know, paid that way instead of swinging a hammer. So I realized, hey, I probably need to hire a GC or, or, a, or sub it out, right? And that would free up my time. But now I don't have to go and do the actual thing. I can just manage it. And then I said, oh, well, now I'm managing six properties at the same time. How do I overcome that? And then I I was like, I need a project manager so I can grow my business, right? So I hired him. I brought him on. Now he's managing the whole construction side. And then it just kept growing. Now I have like designers. I have sales guys. I have disposition guys. I have an office manager, all just things that I needed. What do I need right now? I hated doing, I'm not a detail orientated guy, right? So I needed an office manager to come in and help me Stay on top of my emails and just stuff like that that she loves doing. She's very detail oriented, but I'm not. And so that was really my path of growth is just surround getting the right people on the bus, right? I've been through a lot of bad people, um, got rid of all of those, but just surrounding yourself by good people, whether they be mentors or people on your team or whatever that is, that it was really just about people and and having that team to support me. And that's kind of how it grew, right? Is that I got someone that could show me what we did wrong. Yep, you bought this house wrong. You way over rehabbed it. You underestimated the ARV, right? You did all those things. And once I did that, it really just skyrocketed my company. And so that was really, I don't know if that's the secret or not, but that's kind of my journey in taking that path from from doing everything 100% myself to not doing very much of anything right now. So give us the timeline. How long did it take for that? I started in 2008, so it took me a long time. But I was I was on a different path. Real estate wasn't my focus. I was doing I, you know, that whole corporate America thing. So, it took me 10 years. But I quit my job, uh, 2000 September 2017. I left. I told we had closed on two houses. I came home. And I told my wife. I said, Hey, I want to quit my job. What do you think? She said, Rock. She said, no way. Right. <laughs> Why would you do that? You have 401k, you have insurance. That's yeah. like right. not going to happen. So anyways, we kind of talked about it. We thought about it. We prayed about it. We said, Hey, look, this is something that I really want to do that I'm really passionate about. And we were only doing like five or six deals uh, a year at that point. And I quit my job and I went in, I burned the boats and said, Hey, I'm going all in on this. I'm going to leave corporate America. And it's been amazing ever since. It's been, uh, we've had lots of up and downs and blood, sweat, tears, all of those things. But it's really nice looking back now. I asked I asked my wife, I'm like, "What do you think about that decision we made? Was it the right move?" And she's like, "Yeah, I told you to do it." <laughs> <You> know, <right>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how it always goes, right? Yeah,
0: my, I told you to leave your job. Was yes, idea. honey. Yes, yeah. honey. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So, but yeah, it's been just really cool. So, in amount of three years, just by getting the right people around me and the right that's really where I went three years ago I was still you know a company of one and now I'm a company of like 20 so it's just a a huge difference in in growth and mindset and changing that mind shift to my why is strong enough right I I knew that I wasn't getting my why I was losing time and I wanted that time back so I was like hey I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make sure that I can provide for my family and I can spend the time with them super cool If your
1: why don't make you cry, it ain't a good why.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Um,
1: So do you also buy and hold? Are you developing a uh, portfolio of real estate as well? Or do you strictly just flip?
0: Yeah. So we do, I've done, I have a fourplex that we have, um, and we do some buy and holds more for tax strategies. I hate dealing with tenants. Um, so I do a lot of like syndications and invest my money into storage units or into, you know, apartment buildings, stuff like that, that really is passive income, but right. I don't have right. to deal with tenants and clogged toilets and stuff like that. So right. Right. being a landlord isn't my personality. I just don't like that. And so I don't have a lot of, um, you know, single family homes and stuff like that. But I, I like more the syndication side that I can still take the appreciation It saves me on taxes and it's truly passive income. I don't have to think about it.
1: Right. Do you now? are you still part of mastermind groups? Are you still um, expanding and growing in that area?
0: I am. Yeah. Yeah. So I do a lot of um, coaching and stuff like that for a couple of mastermind groups. Um, I just spoke at a big event. It was called Flip Hacking Live uh, about all the investors. Bill Allen is a really good friend of mine. So I do a lot of coaching for them. It's called Seven Figure Flipping. but just a great mastermind of people. And I know that you have a mastermind as well. I've actually looked into it and talked with April and
1: all those guys, so. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so now that you have this, this, I guess, thriving business, what's in the, you know, how old are you now? I am 34, I'll be 35 in December. So what's, what's um, you know, ahead for you because, I'm 58, 20 years ago, I bought a piece of real estate for 781,000. That's worth close to 5 million today. Wow. I put $125,000 down, which was really difficult at the time. It was like scrape every penny and afraid to, you know, have my three kids kicked out of the house. If one thing went wrong, you know, God forbid a tenant left or what have you. It was a commercial piece of real estate but I've taken $2.1 million out of that property and bought other things because as you know, you refinance, et cetera. Um, if I was at your age, you know, I have a saying that, that I learned from somewhere is don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. And, and then, so I'm thinking at your age with the momentum you have, you could be very easily, I think worth a hundred million dollars, uh, or have $100 million worth of real estate by the time you're my age. What are your thoughts around that?
0: Yeah, totally. And, and right now I was just in growth mode, right? It's all about building cash for me, right? To be able to put $125,000 into a property. So my focus is I'm young and hungry and I, I'm driven. So active income makes a lot of sense to me, but I'm definitely getting into that passive side and owning real estate and um, stuff like that. But you, you've got to have cash or you've got to figure out a way to raise that capital. To get into those deals and so for me i was like i'm going to focus on active income right now and just make sure that my cash reserves are really are good and then once i have that cash then i can start investing but yeah absolutely i totally agree with what you're saying and i, I totally think i could definitely get to 100 million
1: good good and what are, how old are your kids
0: so i have all boys uh three boys and one on the way so another boy i have my own little basketball team it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Uh, so, no girls in my house. Uh, we have, I have a nine year old, I have a five year old, and I have a two year
1: old. Okay. So, and the starting lineup. Yeah, right. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> um, so, in a few years, your nine year old may very well come on sites with you sometimes and
0: start. Oh, they already do. They've been doing okay. it for a long time. So, I've awesome. seen a lot of sketchy houses for sure that they've been in. Their favorite day though is demo day. So they get to take out all their anger on, on smashing cabinets and stuff like that. Instead of doing it to my house, I let them go do it to this house that
1: doesn't what are you doing? so much. What are you doing to create anger in a nine-year-old? Yeah, right,
0: they just love it. Like that's fun to them, right? They're just boys, yeah, of course. like destroying I wanna things. do it
1: too, I love yeah, that. no kidding. That's great, that's awesome. So if people wanna learn from you, you do some coaching yeah. and things like that, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, so find us on Facebook, right? Utah House Flip. We do some classes locally um, as well. But if they want to come into the mastermind group at Seven Figure Flipping, um, I do a lot of stuff with them. And then, yeah, just Tyler at Utah House Flip is our company. That's my email address. Um, okay. Feel free to look us up. I'd love to do some coaching and helping. And, and that's really, that's kind of why I, I like doing what I do is that I can give back, right? Yeah. I had a lot of people that kind of helped me up with that and it's, it's my turn to kind of pay that forward and and give it back to people because I love coaching I love helping people I want to see people get their financial freedom and achieve those dreams as well just like I know that that's probably a, a big motive for you too is why you do this podcast and why you have this mastermind is because you're really giving back to people and that's powerful and that's
1: something yeah, that's not it's all ahead. about that. people are born with a really lousy money blueprint we're taught things that don't make sense. Like money doesn't grow on trees. You have to work hard for your money. Not that you don't work hard for your money, but a lot of people think that becoming a millionaire is for other people. Mm. Right? It's this elusive thing. We're taught to get an education and a job. And then we're like you were, ex- you know, a good job, but you're exchanging time for money and you don't have freedom Fridays where you're hanging out with your kids and doing cool stuff. And totally. so, I, like you, I'm on a campaign to help people understand that you can have freedom. You know, one person doesn't need to own a $10 billion worth of real estate. If each person was to own a few million dollars worth of real estate that cash flows, they can be in a position to have a lot more choices in their life and to work on things that matter, right? Work on their health, work on being home with their kids and and, and doing cool stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. And that's really what it's all about to me is that if I can have someone else have a a fun Friday or Freedom Friday or whatever that is, then that's, that's cool. That's impactful because you're, you get to raise your kids, not society, right? So I like what you're saying. I'm teaching my kids what real, what true money is. They invest in a lot of my deals. We talk about with this homeschooling thing, right? I'm doing a lot of, hey, let's talk about passive income and what does it mean to have uh, credit and how do we get these? You know, what is compounding interest, right? My nine-year-old could tell you what compounding interest is. Not very many thirty-five-year-olds could tell you what compounding interest is, right? So very true. Very that's, true. That's that's really what I I love doing is not only helping my kids and spending time with them, but being able to see other people be successful. And that's that's just more tangible to me than money, anyways, right? I would rather take that with me when I leave this earth versus you know all the money that you make doesn't really matter right money's good and it's it's vital to what we need to do and to create that freedom but it's not everything right it's it's being able to help people and to see that success and for me it's it's fun right money's just the score uh, it doesn't really matter right it's all about the game
1: to me yeah 100% well i love it and uh, i love the fact that you know you've done full circle you've done the education the corporate job and now you're the entrepreneur and now you're giving back and paying it forward, which is uh, which is a beautiful thing. Um, I love hanging out with people like you. And thank you for coming on Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast. Um, give us a favorite quote, favorite book, or a thought as, as we uh, head out here today.
0: Yeah, one of my, uh, I guess, people that I really look up to is Walt Disney, right? The amount of failure that that guy went through and all of those things. So... One of our our most recent things that we did is we just flipped four houses in seven days, right? Mm -hmm. So we had four different properties and we flipped them in seven days. They were full rehabs. We updated the kitchen, the bathroom, the whole nine yards. And he said, one of his quotes is, it's kind of fun doing the impossible, right? I never thought flipping one house in seven days. We've done it seven times, right? We flipped these houses in seven days, $40,000 rehabs. We just did four in seven days. That was impossible to me. I never thought I could have done that, but it was a lot of fun, right? It's fun doing the impossible. I never thought growing up milking cows that I would be able to be where I'm at right now and not have to worry about paying the light bills and not having to borrow money from my kid's piggy bank. And that that's what really is the fun part is that it seems impossible, but that's the fun part is how do you make it's, it's fun doing the impossible. And I love that quote, because Walt Disney really lived that. And he said, look, I'm going to create this amazing thing that is impossible for everybody else to see. And I'm a visionary, just like you are, right? I can see the bigger picture. And I can see that the impossible is that I'm possible, right? That I can make it happen. And that's really how I look at it. So that's one of my favorite quotes is that It is fun doing the impossible because the impossible to me is always changing, right? Being financially free and having time with my kids. That was impossible 10 years ago, right? But that's the fun part. That's what I love doing is how do I chase that dream and how do I make those dreams reality?
1: I love it. I love it. Impossible. I am possible. And I will add to that, that impossible is an opinion. It's just not mine. Yep, I
0: love it. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you, Rock. Thank you for having me. Hopefully I gave some value to your your listeners. But whoever is listening to this, hopefully their takeaway is that that you've got to believe in yourself, that that you gotta rock your life, right? Like that's really what it is, is that you've got to rock your money, rock your life, and that's you can do that. It's really that mindset that you're your own worst critic. You've got to get out outside of your head and just keep moving forward because it's not easy. And it's not always fun. Right. But you've got to be able to see that and say, okay, hey, look, I'm going to really take this passion and create something that is valuable um, in other ways. Right. Not necessarily money, but my time with my kids is worth more money than I would ever have. Right. And that's just what it's really about is that get out of your way and your dreams are really possible if you're willing to work for them.
1: Beautiful. There you have it, Tyler Jensen. <laughs> drop, dropping it down. That's it. it. Down, and so we'll have all of your contact information in the show notes. Cool. And so thank you so much for being on Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. And if you're listening to this and you like this, please subscribe, and leave us a review, and share it with other people so that they can get the message that will help them be the best version of themselves. And we will see you on the next episode.
0: So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and
1: live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.